Welcome to the Six Minute States here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Mark Ogier and we're here to review the third and final day of the July States meeting and there was just one subject uh, on offer for the duration of the entire day and that was the uh, Deputy Steve Fuller-led raquette to prevent building on a green field at the Vocador in between the Duchess of Kent House and the uh, hospital there. And uh, where did we start this morning, Mark? We were talking about what we'd uh, where we'd finished last night it was Deputy Burford's amendment wasn't it? That's right yeah and it was a strange one because it was an amendment that really didn't change a great deal from the original Riquette but one of the things it did have that the original Riquette didn't have which was the backing of Development and Planning Agency the strange thing was a lot of people were saying that the Riquette and, and indeed the Burford amendment would override the mandate of the DPA um, and despite several people who were behind the raquette and the amendment saying, Look, no, we've consulted on this, we've heard from the chief planning officer, this will not happen. I think, nonetheless, a lot of people took that to heart and were worried about the impact of it, which would basically see the states having to debate before any applications to go on green fields could be approved. And, and I think a lot of people were just dead scared of that trampling on the DPA and as a result of that, it got uh, it got rejected by 23 votes to 16 after uh, about a couple of hours of debate. Yeah, the, the, the subtle change that was made in that birth amendment uh, I, I recall now was um, that uh, ra- rather than saying uh, anything that uh, purports to build there is is going to have to come through the states it was in the event that a, uh, a, a committee is ready to put in a planning application then it comes yes. to us and then the planning process yeah. goes through ahead regardless I know yeah the concern of what the fact of you could have an open planning meeting in the states chamber first before the de- development of planning agency had a chance to do its job yeah. and I think that would have made life quite difficult for the DPA if that had happened and, and there was um, a frustration uh, from Deputy Burford because she was trying to say well look, this is just a, a change to the original if you don't like the original don't vote against my change just because you don't like the original um, and uh, it was quite clear to me talking behind the scenes to some deputies that there were some deputies who in fact one deputy told me this it was definitely the case that some voted against that amendment because they wanted the eventual uh, uh, riquette propositions to be so unpalatable that they'd all get thrown out um, rather than because they didn't want them so there's some politicking going on there definitely um, they told me that off the record so I can't <laughs> say which one it was um, then we moved on to another uh, amendment which well, just yes. radically completely overturned the, the entire th- thing blew the whole thing out of the water basically just completely removed the riquette and put in something else however the person placing it Deputy Neil Linda um, was certainly not uh, uh, fessing up to that being the intent uh, he saw it very differently he described it as a genuine attempt to find a compromise solution to what he said was a raquette that was effectively dead in the water and this was a proposal to say look okay we can build after all on this greenfield but when we do it we will offset that um, uh, uh, building work that development by finding another uh, patch of land of the same size elsewhere on the island that is adjacent to an existing agricultural priority area and uh, turn that into an agricultural uh, field. So uh, that was then the subject of uh, considerable debate, uh, whereby, um, well, for example, not surprisingly, I suppose as Environment and Infrastructure uh, President and Recaron herself, uh, Deputy Lindsay de Summeray, um was uh, very critical of, of this proposal, saying that it uh, misunderstood uh, the whole intent of the raquette, that um, there were a lot of issues regarding uh, the expense uh, and unviability of actually turning a brownfield site into 
an agricultural field, like contaminants, for example, and the topsoil that was going to be required and the, the length of time that such a field uh, would need care for to become an agricultural mm-hmm. field. Um, so there was lots of talk about types of field as well. Deputy Carl Meerveld introduced a, um, this with, by saying, well, hang on, it's only graded 3B. That's not so great. It's not one of the better fields on the island. And then Deputy Yvonne Burford uh, arguing against that, saying, well, no, um, it, the fact that it's low grade is only low grade for growing crops. And the fact that it's not so great for growing crops makes it a perfect place to graze cattle. So it's valuable to the dairy industry. Uh, there was also talk about the effect on the particular farmers who uh, use this field at the moment. And um, so, yeah, lots of debate about the actual quality of the, the field. But so ironically, when it came to actually voting on the riquette itself, what we've been calling up to now, the follow riquette, to mm-hmm. prevent building, they were actually voting to say go ahead and build on it and we'll find another field somewhere else yeah deputy steve fuller um the, the general debate on the whole thing was curtailed and deputy steve fuller made a very short speech at the end saying basically this has got my name on it but it's nothing to do with me anymore and i can't really say anything uh, and he just urged members to reject the amended riquette which they didn't so they went on to support it so effectively the architect of things now is deputy neil Inder. And I don't know if he's particularly happy about that. Well, you had a quick word with him, didn't you, at the end? Yeah, he's, he, he wasn't particularly pleased about the fact that it, this had happened. But I, I think at the end of the day, he, he felt that if the dairy had been brought into play, then maybe things would have been very different. Because there's talk of moving the dairy. And there had been mention of, wouldn't this make a great place to extend the um, hospital... hospital uh, uh, accommodation but that's gone off the table so we are where we are but i think deputy Fala said you know there's still going to be opportunities for people to project to protest against the development when the actual plans come forward and have to go through the dpa yeah there's a whole planning application process to go through so this uh, is certainly not done and dusted and i think it's, it's fair to say that you know the the argument from deputy inder and deputy broad as well and deputy fairbrush and others uh, was that uh, ultimately the uh, case for an urgent need for nurses accommodation in particular is so great Great, that we can't uh, look for other solutions that are going to take longer or cost more. We just have to get on and uh, build on this green field now. Um, so it looks like that may well happen. But as I say, uh, lots of uh, hurdles for this whole project to jump over before it goes ahead. Uh, but that's uh, all from us for now. And uh, we won't be back next month because there's a summer break in August. We'll be reporting on the next uh, September states meeting though in a couple of months' time. But for now, bye-bye. Have a good summer. Goodbye. <laughs>